Welcome to the Business Building Boutique Podcast for New Life Coaches. If you are a newly certified coach who's trying to figure out how to grow your business, you're in the right spot. Join me each week to learn simple business growth strategies along with step-by-step marketing tips to get you seen by clients in your niche. I'm going to be your guide. I'll tell you what to do so you can feel confident in your business. And here's the truth, ladies. You can build your dream coaching business without paid ads and without a fancy sales funnel. So if that sounds interesting and you're ready to get more paid clients, then let's get started. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm excited to be here and I'm going to be sharing another episode of a podcast that I was interviewed on. I think the podcast interview was so good. My good friend and fellow coach Gemma interviewed me for her podcast, Freedom to Coach. And we talk all about the business of building a coaching business. We talk about the things that people come up against the thoughts that they have, the actions that they take, and kind of the misconceptions about all of it. It is really a different perspective than what you will hear on my podcast. So join me and Gemma as she interviews me for her podcast, Freedom to Coach. And then you guys know what to do. Go follow her on her podcast subscribe and stay up to date with what they're doing. All right, you guys listen up and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast for coaches who are looking for more time and freedom in their businesses so they can keep on coaching. Hello, it's Gemma here with you today with our very special guest, the amazing Debbie Shadid. Hello. Hey, Gemma. Thank you for having me on. This is super fun. I know. You're so welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. But first of all, for those of us in our amazing audience who don't know you, can you tell us about you? What do you do and who do you work with? Yeah, sure. Gosh, I should tell you, I've been in business for a long time. I've been in business since 2000. I was writing an email today and saying that was like before there was online coaches, before there was uh, courses, before there was any of that stuff. So today, though, I help coaches that are in the early stages of their business, and I help them really with the business part. Many coaches want to know what to do. They want to know how to do it. And they're just ready for somebody to tell them like, hey, this is what you do next. So that that's my gig. That's what I do. Yeah. I obviously love that. I love it. So tell us a bit more about that. I'm really curious to know what what you do. How does that really support uh, other coaches? Yeah. So I would say that the coaching that I have to offer really is different than most of the coaches. I really am in both my group coaching and my private coaching. I am very hands-on and specific strategy-wise. And sometimes strategy sounds like a big word for a new coach. They're like, I don't need a strategy. I just need some clients. But you know, and I know you know, Gemma, like we can't even get any clients until we have some kind of marketing. If we go back from there, it's like you can't have any marketing until you know your niche, until you know what you're going to say to somebody. So I help people with all of that. It depends on what their level of business experience is. But as you know, a lot of people that are coaches come to coaching and they've never had a business. So they really have no idea what is involved in being in business. Yeah, for sure. I, I yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. And that's why Makala and I really started this podcast overall, because we saw that the same thing. 
you know, and so many coaches that come in, they're so excited, which of course we all are, mm-hmm. but we, we get certified and we get to the point and it's sort of, you sort of stop there and it's like, what now, you know? <laughs> oh, I think it's kind of, I, I feel sad for so many people because they're certified. You're right. And they are so passionate about what they're going to do. And for a lot of people, I guess it depends on where you get your certification, but it's a challenge. Certification is a challenge for some people. And some of the schools are different. And the one that both you and I went to, it was like the Harvard of life coach schools. So it had a lot to do and to get (laughs) certified, but yeah, they just are under the impression, I guess, maybe, maybe not even under the impression, but it's like, I just have to be a certified coach and then I'm in business. And then there's a period right there. It's like, it ends right there and they don't know what to do next. Yeah, totally. And it one, one of my favorite analogies of it is right at the end of finding Nemo and like the fish that are in the fish tank and they've spent the whole movie to get out and they finally jump out of that window, cross that road in Sydney, jump into the, you know, the Sydney's Bay there, but they're in their little bags and they're just floating and they look at each other and they're like, what now? You know, what do we, what do we do now? Yeah. Oh, that's so, so true. It's just a, and what do they do now? What I find with coaches that I talk to is they've spent a lot of time watching YouTubes, mm. uh, looking at other people's social medias, subscribing to everything, getting mm. people's freebies, which thank God for that. Cause they're listening to both you and I, I'm glad about that, but they are just consuming so much and consuming so much information that is conflicting because there's many ways to get to a goal. So they're, they're, they're just stuck in indecision then it, almost even more paralyzed than they were to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which is such a great little way to get us into what we're really speaking about today. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. And here we are, which is the gap between thought and results. So what coaches are thinking and then of course, what they're creating. So first of all, you know, I would love you to tell us about what, what is it? Like what, what is this gap between thought and result? What's that all about? Yeah. I mean, it's the actions. It's the actions. This is exactly what we're talking about is the lack of knowing what to do again, like simply if you haven't been in business and you haven't made decisions, you know, it sounds stupid, but if nobody really explained to you what was ahead of you, like to set up a business, they don't know what to do. So your thoughts, you can sit around all day long, like you and I have laughed about and think really happy thoughts about a client is coming. But if you aren't doing anything. And if nobody knows that you're even a life coach, clients are not going to come. Yeah. And I, there you are. Yeah. It's funny. We have laughed about that because it's, we're not discounting the power of our mind and thoughts. Yeah. No, of course that the human brain is our most powerful tool. However, you can't sit around thinking good thoughts all day. You, you, You can't just believe your way there. It, it doesn't work like that, you know? And I remember really thinking about like the word manifesting and that, you know, I think it's a really overused word and it's used in the wrong way because people are like, oh, I'll just manifest this business into my life. And it's like, cool. Don't get me wrong. Vision 
and your why and your reason is so important. But if you're not reflecting in doing to get your mm-hmm. way there, it's just not going to work, right? It, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. And I tell people in, in my coaching business, I tell people exactly what to do. I mean, I'm the, mm. like, you don't have to use any thoughts. I'll tell you what to do, but let me just tell you what you're talking about is so true. If they really don't have the motivation behind it, like a really willing to be uncomfortable, willing to like struggle and all that, they don't keep going. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have a really deep level of commitment to go through and get to the other side of building a business it's difficult, especially if you're trying to do it alone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, your reason. And we talk about this a lot in this podcast and I know we say it all the time, but it really is number one when you are deep in can't do it anymore, all on my own. Haven't got another client coming in. I don't know what to do next. You just need to reconnect to your reason why you started this business. And that is what keeps you going. You know, it's it's so important to always remember your why, your reason. Why are you doing this? And that is your motivation and your tool to pick yourself up, take some actions and keep going. Yeah. In the life coach school, we talk about 50, 50, that life is 50, 50. And I just want to challenge you guys that are already in business to go back and look at your business and see how 50, 50 it is. And I did this in the last full year and I went back through and I looked at my whole year of when clients came in, like when I was on a high, when I was on a low, I swear to you, Gemma, the whole entire year, it equaled 50-50. And it it honestly was such a relief to say, oh, it's right. It does exactly reflect, you know, happy, sad, exactly reflects what the reality of it was. It was 50-50 and that was perfect. So you have to be in action. You have to be in consistent action. You have to have a plan because if you wait for the 50 when you're inspired, you're in business only 50% of the time. Mm. That's the missing piece. Like if you're waiting to have an inspired thought, if you're waiting to have like, oh, this is all working great. And you're waiting to feel that bubbly feeling to start doing your work, to get to the result. You're only going to have a result half the time. Mm-hmm. What You can't build a business on half the time. I almost feel as though we need a, a break in the conversation. <laughs> like that was so powerful. It's so true. I'm wow. Yeah, you are only going to be in business 50% of the time, right? And it's the same with with so many things when it comes to motivation and it's why you need discipline. When it comes to when shit gets hard, if Mm -hmm. you're not pushing through, if you're not just maintaining your discipline, your consistency, staying on plan, of course you're only going to be in business 50% of the time. And, And a successful business is not going to be one that's only run half the time, right? Yeah, it's it's the action part. That's the part to get yes. to the result, to go back to what you said. What is the gap that I kind of really focus on in my business and, and of course, talk about a lot is that action piece. And mm. I tell coaches that the difference between a highly successful coach and a so-so coach or one who just throws in the towel literally is a highly successful coach masters action. 
They know how to be in action consistently, whether they want to or not. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that that's the the missing piece. It's like whether you want to or not. And more so than not, you need to actually be taking actions when you don't want to, especially in your first year, because that's the hardest time, right? So it's almost like everything you come up to do, you're not going to want to do. So <laughs> almost everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> For real. Who wants to do hard stuff? Who wants nope. to do stuff that they've never done before? And so many of the coaches that I coach, and, and I know you do the same thing, Gemma, in your copywriting. They have never done what they're going to do before. I, I never done what they're going to do now before, like technology. They've never had to, you know, build a website or set up scheduling software or do emails or do social media posts. Like they've been sharing pictures of fun stuff, but like now one that has to do with building a business, they've never done that stuff. It's, it's hard. The first year is hard, but if you can make it past the first year, mm-hmm. Honey, you're at home free. I mean, really, it just all compounds then and it just works. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. Like, yeah, the the, the actions really are so important, but I'd I'd love to pick your brains though about thoughts. So Mm -hmm. tell us why they are also important. Tell us about that. Let's talk about thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, first of all, you got to have a deep belief in yourself Yes. and, and, you know, in your ability to change, I call it the world, but let's say change your niche or change somebody. Cause you can change the world one person at a time. I mean, honestly, I say it's the trickle down effect. So if I help you and I change you, who do you impact in your world? So that's the first thing, your thoughts. I've got to believe that what I'm doing is really meaningful. And then I'm going to make a change in the world that is fuel by itself. Mm -hmm. I think the second thing is to really believe that there are people just like you who want to buy coaching. You just have to connect with them. If you wanted to get coaching, like we all came to coaching because we got coached on something, Yeah, you know, we hired coaches. That's how we came to coaching. So there's somebody else just like you and somebody like me. Mm -hmm. So right. That wants to buy, that has the same level of interest or the same challenge or the same problem. So there's plenty of people out there. The people are there for you. That's the thought The people are there for you. It's just a matter of you going out and talking to it. Yeah. It, it, it is interesting. I remember in, in my first year of business, that was a while ago now. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought, okay, I'm going to do these things. And then people will magically come to me. And guess what? They didn't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So I was like, huh, okay. And being as strategic as I am, I'm like, people aren't coming to me. What do I do? Must go find them, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Look, it's about being willing. I mean, we hear it all the time. Talk about your business. Mm -hmm. But it is about being willing to just figure out where and how to talk about your business. And you master action because you make enough mistakes that you figure out what's right along the way. Oh, yes. You know, you say something about your coaching to somebody and they have a straight face, like what the hell is she talking about? And then you realize you better not say it like that again, because that did not 
connect with the person. That is how you learn how to do marketing is you just start doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. For, for sure. And, you know, the more you, you're doing those things, then we're going to get to results. So my next question, why do results matter? I know that may sound like a silly question, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, first of all, for clients, let me go back to where my heart is always with clients. I, again, think about, you know, I coach women in business, life coaches in business. And and I think about if I can help somebody in their coaching business, get that figured out. As I said, the trickle down effect and the amount of people, the results that they will get for their clients, that is huge. So you should be focused on the results that you're going to get your clients and how it's going to affect everybody else. I think that's the result that matters the most because if you can ensure, and there's no guarantee, but if you can ensure by doing your best job, if you take your part and are serious about it and you can get people results, the business will grow. I mean, you really, so you should be number one focused on that result. The second result is just that people want to make a living and they want their their expertise validated by payment, right? We're all human. Like pay me for what I'm helping you with, pay me for my expertise. So everybody really, I mean, honestly, we want to be recognized for the work that we do. And that's the second result. So there's the, we want our clients to get results. And then we want results because we want to make a living. We want to be acknowledged for the work that we've done in the world. Yeah. Get paid. Yeah. I love that. It's fantastic to think about it in that way. You know, and then when you're thinking about your results and those two types of results that, you know, you should be thinking about in business, how then does our actions help to impact our way? Well, to yeah, results? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm circling back around to the same thing. So maybe today this is uh, to get the point across, like yeah. your why has to be big enough. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the actions that you take to get those results. Mm-hmm are going to be driven by your why. And, and I, I just want to touch on that. I know that you and I just had a little chat about sometimes, I don't know, maybe it's our brain that fools us into thinking we, we don't really want what we want. Like somebody says, I want to make this much money. And the next thing I know, I, I run into them and they're like, well, you know, I'm doing okay. And they've settled for so much less. So, you know, I would be on to yourself about that. Have a big enough why really stand in front of your vision, you know, make a vision board, whatever it is, stand in front of your vision. If you can't hold the space for your why, then put yourself in front of it every day so that you can see, you know, uh, I made a vision board a few years ago and I was talking about it today. And I realized that it has a group of women. It's like a group of women. That is my why. Like I want to impact a group of women. So not all of you guys are going to have on your why a Mercedes. Some of you guys don't care about that one bit and that's perfectly fine, but you do care about making a difference. Mm. I think that's really important to think about and pay attention to because sometimes it's not always about I'm here to make money, right? And I know with so many life coaches that are making their millions, millions, squillions of dollars at the moment, a lot of us are getting put off and a lot of thinking, oh, but that's not what I want. That's not for me. I don't have that big money goal. But of course you have your own why. So yeah. always connect to your reason, no one else's. 
because other people's reasons, they're not going to keep you going. Your own why, that's what's going to keep you going. That's what's going to keep your belief there. That's what's going to keep you in the feeling and the actions to get those results, right? Yeah. The making the money part should never be at the expense of, you know, selling coaching to people that don't really need it, arm twisting people that don't really need it. You know, that's, I really believe in authentic connection and authentic selling. And I honestly, I really think that when you treat people, right, you get clients that have success, you know, you are straight with people, honest with people, sincere, you'll make as much money as what you want to make. And you're right. Then you can serve the world in any way you want to charge, whatever you want, charge, what is in integrity with you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Keeping in your own beliefs and your own lane and keeping your eye on your own prize, you know, Mm -hmm. because of course, once you do start looking around, then you're going to fall into compare and despair. And that's only going to derail you (laughs) too. you know, yes your business, your way, your why, your reason. That's what keeps you in the actions that you need to take. Yeah. And there, look, compare, there is no way I tell my clients this all the time because within my group coaching, they start comparing themselves to each other. They say, Mm. I'm behind. And I'm like, no, there is no behind Mm. because you don't know what she does every day. Some of my people work full time. Some of them have three kids. Some of them have no kids. Some of them fitness and health is a goal. So they, they work out every single day. Like nobody knows what anybody else is doing. So quit comparing yourself. Like we don't know what anybody else has on their plate. You don't know what their past business experience is. None of that. Just pay attention to what you can do. Absolutely. I love that. And it's a perfect lead up into something I, I want to ask is what are the biggest thought errors that you've seen from coaches that you've worked with. I'm super curious about that. I don't know. Is it a thought error that somebody gets certified and they say I'm certified and I should have clients? I don't know if that really is one, but that for sure is one, right? I'm certified and now I'm in business Mm. and no, you're Mm. not in business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Being certified is one thing and having a business is another. Yes. It's a sad, hard truth out there. You guys hear me on this one. You have to have a business, treat it like a business, show up like you're going to work, like you're the boss of your own company. I just had a conversation today. I'm sorry, Gemma, I'm going all over about the Trinity for any of my church girls out there, the Trinity. And I was talking about like our business is like the Trinity because there's us, there's our business and there's our client. So there's three sides to if we would approach our business, like we're the coach, we're in business is one part. So the coach is one, the business is two, the client is three. You mm-hmm. have to have all three of those things or you're not going to have a sustainable situation business, right? Mm-hmm. You're the coach who has to act like they're in business to be able to have a client. It takes all three things. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Blowing my mind today. <laughs> yeah, here I'm going crazy. Anyway, th- another thought. What's another thought here? Finding yeah. clients is hard. Mm. That's just not true. I just want to encourage you guys. If you will talk about your business, if you will sincerely, consistently market yourself, and there is so many free ways. You do not need to spend any money on marketing. If you will consistently put yourself out in front of people, it's inevitable that you will get a client. 
I don't know what the timeline is, but it's inevitable. It will never happen if you don't tell people that you're in business. Will never happen if you don't tell people how you can help them, why they need life coaching, why they need business coaching, why they need any kind of coaching. Never. So finding clients is not hard. They're there really honestly for the waiting. They just have to know about you. I love it. And yeah, well, before we finish up, we get a, <laughs> otherwise I have a feeling we could run this episode for about six hours. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We just keep going and going. Where can our listeners find you? Because I'm sure there's many who are very interested. So please, where can we find you? Well, I'll tell you, if you go to my website, debbieshadda.com, it's D-E-B-B-I-E-S-H-A-D-I-D.com. You can connect with me there. I have a couple free trainings. I have some goodies, but you can also schedule a time to talk and just, I'm not an arm twister. I just love to connect with people and see if there's some way that I can help you and make a new friend along the way. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Reach out to Debbie, do it. And yeah, just before we finish up, what's your biggest tip to leave our listeners with today? You know, this is not a sales pitch, so <laughs> don't hear it that way. But look, if you really want to be in business, don't wait, get help. I don't care who you get help from, but that's it. People come to me after they've been fiddling around for two years of trying to figure it out. And there, I've already said it, there's clients, there's people who want what you have to offer. So don't wait. You have to learn how to be in business. Just get some help and get on with it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I let, I guess, probably my pride, maybe my own ego, I don't know, get in my way at the start. And that when I was running my business and everything, and I knew something was, I'm like, something's not, it's not growing. I don't know what's happening, but I let my own pride get in the way and be like, well, I should know how to do this. I have a business degree. You know, I can't hire a business coach. No way. I couldn't do that, you know, but everyone needs help. And, and why, yeah. why try and do it on your own? Two heads are always better than one. And when I let all of that go, it changed for me, you know? Yeah, look, a partnership, somebody to support you can do nothing but create better for you. I mean, honestly, when you're in your own head trying to figure this out, all you're left with is a bunch of questions that don't have answers. Right. And isn't that the reason we get coaches? Because we're stuck yep. in our own heads. <laughs> Get somebody else to either show you what you're thinking, or if you're looking for somebody to tell you, Gem and I are both like, we'll tell you how to do it kind of coaches, show you how to do it coaches, whatever your choice is, get somebody to help you. Don't wait. Mm -hmm. I love it. And well, that brings us to the end of this episode. We must finish, but thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I loved it. I appreciate it. Oh, wonderful. I love it. And thank you for being here, everyone. And of course, listening to the Freedom to Coach podcast. Have an awesome week changing the world one mind at a time. That's it. Thanks for listening. Now it's up to you. Put what you learned today into action. Do what you need to be seen and then hired by clients in your niche. And if you're ready to stop wasting your precious time and get your business finally booked up, you're invited to join me in the Business Building Boutique for New Life Coaches, where you will learn everything you need to be a coach with plenty of paid clients. All right. Have an amazing week. Until next time. Bye-bye.